We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everybody and welcome back oh, to boy. No Other Pod. Um, Jimmy, along as always with my good buddy Dan. Dan, how is your New Year going? We're here, man. We're back, dude. It, it's a good new. It's good New Year. Um, um, no resolutions because I don't. I don't really do resolutions. It's kind of silly to me. But I feel like we were a drama that took time off for the holidays, and uh, <laughs> we're like we're like Walking Dead. We're not that great. But we're always here for you. And uh, we take a little break, and now we're back. It's true. We're it's back. Stuff. And we're going uh, to be here for a while. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Sporting KC didn't make a ton of roster moves over the three weeks or so that we took off. But nah, man. What's it, three weeks? Uh, Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, we had Christmas and New Year's and both of our birthdays. And so, you know. But there was some stuff that happened, some league-wide news. And, you know, it's a new decade. So we got some retrospective stuff to to talk about and whatnot, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, lo- lots of exciting stuff. We'll see if we go an hour or not. Might be a little less, but uh, you know, we've said that before, and we all know what happens. So yeah, some league wide stuff, some preseason starting up, um, some r- number changes, things like that. But uh, yeah, dude, we got a new review. Okay. We did, man. You want to hear it? Tell me. Well, I don't. Well, I wanted to stop reading it right now. When it said, when the title of it says oh, Jimmy no. Jimmy is awesome, Dan less so. Holy oh, no. shit! You cut me. You cut me deep. Coming out hot out of the gate. Hot out of the gate. You've wounded me in my soul. But I'm gonna keep reading because I love getting my heart broken. Uh, okay. It's a two star though, man. It's not a one. It's not, could be worse. Could be better, but it could be worse. Could be better. Uh, David and KCK. See, that's why he's so angry. He lives in Wyandotte. Uh, See, or, <laughs> well, maybe this is what people are. <laughs> Sorry to all uh, my cool Wyandotte peeps out there. I used to live in Wyandotte, and I was angry all the time. Uh, okay. Craving sporting content and love hearing Jimmy talk about the team. I feel like Dan is trying so hard to be funny that he really takes away from the pod. Uh, joke's on you, David. I don't even have to try to be funny. All right? I ain't <laughs> trying for shit, man. just comes naturally. Uh, he offers very little insight and seems more interested in talking about nonsense than SKC. That's pretty much true. Uh, I'll be unsubscribing until there's a change. All right. Peace out, David. You probably Bye, didn't David. hear this, but uh, everybody else loves us, uh, and we get 
great reviews all the time and, and people know what this podcast is, Jimmy. Do I get on here talking about analytics or am I just a soccer fan? Are you just a soccer fan? I mean, if he loves hearing you, by all means, we could just put you on here and do monologues all day because that no. sounds exciting as shit. No one wants that. I mean, I'd rather watch paint dry. No offense, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get on here and monologue. Man, do you remember when I had to do that little nine-minute extra yeah. preview thing about it's weird. Toledo? And it, I mean, it was nine minutes and it was hard. I didn't like just, it. You were just bad. by yourself. You're alone. You're scared. No one should feel like that. No. But uh, he unsubscribed. And if he unsubscribed, I don't know how he's going to know about the change. But there ain't no change. Change yeah. ain't a coming. All right? Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's tough. Sometimes I think people say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to unsubscribe. I'm not going to watch anymore. I'm not going to listen. And then that's just words. And then um, they hear it anyways. And David's now pissed off at me for saying he lives in Wyandotte and he's angry. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, those those NFL fans are like, I'm not going to watch anymore because, you know, blah, blah, blah. Too yeah. many people taking a knee, and then the ratings come out, and it's like, oh, this is the best season the NFL's had. <laughs> oh, it's so true. I know but, people who were like, oh, this old Kaepernick thing, I'm not watching NFL. And then, like, a year later, they're like, hey, did you see the game the other day? <laughs> you're like, oh, that's interesting. I thought you weren't watching. Yeah, I thought you weren't um, watching, you hypocrite. But you know what? A bad rating's not going to kill us, Jimmy. We're averaging no. five out of five. Um, I won't let it beat me up too bad. That's a lie because I, I definitely hold things all the time. No. And I've been working about it with my therapist to really let go, Jimmy, to woosah, yeah. you know? There you go. That's good. I mean, here's, <laughs> here's the deal. There are other Sporting KC podcasts that do sure. deep dives into tactics and stuff, and that's great. More power yeah. to them. There's the Nutmeg podcast that's been recently launched where you can hear all the inner workings of the club. That's great. There you go. More power to them. Ours has never attempted to be more than – a nah. fan-run podcast talking about the things you and I find interesting regarding the club and sometimes tangentially around other things. And occasionally we'll bring you an interview of people and we'll try to find out things that other fans think are interesting. And that's what it's it is. A, it's a fan podcast. It's all we've yeah. ever claimed to be. And that's cool, man. We need... I don't know. Have you ever seen a product that has like all five-star reviews and you're like, well, that's bullshit. Like, where are the bad ones? You want to look yeah. for the bad ones. It almost doesn't hey, seem real. We need a couple bad ones. That works. I'm okay with it. And it was a two-star, so we cared enough to not give us a one. Look That's at me, half-glass-full motherfucker over here. There you go. Look at that. Optimus By the way, Dan. I watched Dolomite on Netflix, and I've been saying a lot of curse words lately. Okay. I have not seen that. So <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. But yeah, I mean, you know, we do, because of the podcast, even though it is fan-driven, we get a little bit of access to the club. We try to bring you guys that as we can, but ultimately, we're two fans that are doing this just for fun, like on our free time. We don't get paid for this. So there you it go, is man. what it is. And we hope that you guys like it. And if you don't, then that's fine too. More power. Everyone's, that's your prerogative. But we are so thankful for everybody who does like it. And that's that. So there it is. You know, we know who the homies are. The, the no oh, other yeah. pod locos. That's yeah. what we're calling them. Is it? Okay. I don't know. I just made that up. I was we're thinking just... four loco. I imagine yeah. everyone well, who follows us has had a four loco or two. Okay, that's good. I mean, we're workshopping this live on air. That's fine. Just making it up. You I know. don't know. He's I'm trying too hard. I'm yes trying too hard to be funny. I yes gotta and. So, you know, I'm going to yes and you whether we got the NLP Locos. So, that's I, I got to stop. I'm trying way too hard. Now we're going to have Kobe make us a t-shirt that says NLP Lo- Locos. Oh, shit. Nop. Get some stickers. The Nop Locos. They're just the Nops, man. The Nop Locos. There you go. This is how things get off the ground, and then we'll look back 20 years later and be like, the Nop Locos? What the... <laughs> Um, anyway let's uh let's jump into some some sporting casey soccer talk yeah so uh 
I want to uh, start off right off the bat in SportingKC.com on the new year. Posted like a 20 reasons to be excited for 2020. And I'm not going to go through all of these things, but I thought there were some interesting things worth pointing out. Um, they announced the, the, the dates of their theme nights, which is kind of cool because I don't think that we always know these all the time ahead of time. Like, we already know when the media match is going to be. We didn't know that last year. So now we can start bugging Sporting PR for both of us to play in it now. Oh, that's so but. true. That's so <laughs> true. They don't, they, don't, they don't acknowledge us, though. They, they don't really uh, – I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe we just need to have them on the pod, man. Maybe we need to interview them. Well, see, it's weird because, like, people that we've had on the pod from the club claim that people at the club listen. Now, maybe they're just being nice, but, I, I mean – there are some people who follow us on Twitter who work for the club and 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 like and comment and and whatnot and you know they're just just the people who are in the media oh, yeah, department man. have yet to do anything so some that's tune fine. in on a weekly basis I know this for a fact yeah so but you know look okay so June twentieth against the Vancouver Whitecaps that's gonna be the media match so we'll uh we'll we'll, we'll plant some seeds. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to read real quick the list of other themed nights. And I just want you to tell me which one of them is your favorite. We got sporting sustainability and Royals night. That's one night. And of course there's soccer for all night, Americana and the 4th of July night, retro night, sporting salutes and kick childhood cancer night. So of any of those, is there one that like sort of sticks out to you as, as the most fun or unique? Oh yeah, dude, your retro night's always going to stick out. Um, all due respect to the military. I think sporting salutes is one of the coolest things they do every year, but retro night just has a different feel, man, with the music and everything like that. And the, the new kit they put out. Um, what, what, what are the, who are the opponents on these matches? Uh, can you spit those out real quick? Sure. So, um, Colorado Rapids for st- sustainability and Royals night, Seattle for soccer for all Vancouver Whitecaps for the sporting legends and media match LAFC for Americana and 4th of July, San Jose earthquakes for retro night, Columbus Crew for Sporting Salutes, and Nashville SC for Kick Childhood Cancer Night. Cool, man. Yeah, I mean, so, I, I don't know. Are you more excited for Retro also? I mean, that's the one that I like because it's the most unique to Sporting KC. Like, the other, like, Soccer for All is cool, Fourth of July is cool, uh, Kick Childhood Cancer is cool, and even Sporting Salutes, but, like, all of these club, like, all of them are pretty much league-wide initiatives, like none of like you get the same shirt that most of everybody else around the league gets, even though it's usually kind of cool. It's like, well, do I really want to pay seventy bucks for a shirt that is the same across the league? It just says Ivy on the front. Uh, the thing yeah, I like I'm about Retro Night, I, I like that it's unique. Yeah, it's it's Sporting Casey's own, and it's celebrating the history of the Wizards. So, I'm with you. That's my favorite by far, and it's cool, and it's against San Jose. You know, another long time club even though this is like the second version of the earthquakes it's still another club that's been around for a long time so yeah, i always look forward to it man and even when i lived in chicago i always made sure to try to get my hands on the uh the retro kit um, yeah. when i was gone so it's cool it's very cool yeah it's gonna be cool um yeah there's there's other stuff that's on this list obviously new signings and whatnot we're going to talk about that here in just a minute but uh, i want to touch on like concessions and drinks um 
they say that food and beverage options available to Children's Mercy Park will be new, improved, and expanded. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake Reed apparently said that they're going to like totally revamp some of the, the concession options and drink options in some parts of the stadium. They signed a partnership with Jay Rieger and Company, a local distillery, to come up with new drinks. And then they tease, without giving too much away, the club looks forward to announcing additional partnerships with local favorites as the year unfolds. So that's kind of cool. We're getting new stuff. I mean... I don't know about you. I, I get the crappy press box food, but even as a fan, like food is where I, one area where I think Children's Mercy Park has been lacking compared to a lot of other pro stadiums. I agree. And now, now I'm plant based. Uh, if you didn't know that, and uh, there are very minimal options at Children's Mercy Park for plant based. Definitely limited down in the members club. But if you go up on the concourse, there are a few options up there. I think they had some falafel at one time. Yeah. Um, Pretty good stuff, but which is more than I could say for when I went to the LA Galaxy game in LA. That's and true. the only thing I could find was a damn acai bowl. Oh, and I no. was like, this is it? I don't want dessert. <laughs> I want some food. Yeah. Um, but I'd love to see them get some some vegan eats, man, in, uh, in Children's Mercy Park. I, I know this barbecue town won't, won't hear any of that, but uh, <laughs> that'd be awesome. Some, some durian fruit barbecue, maybe? Uh-huh. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean, they have those, like, little carts around. Like, there's, like, the falafel cart or whatnot. But, like, those yeah. feel like they rotate quite a bit, like, season exactly. to season. And there's, like, one cart on, like, one part of the stadium. So, it's a little harder to get to. So, And if know. you're in your seat in the members club, dude, I don't want to go anywhere. I'm just right. like, I don't want to go up there. I don't want to go anywhere. Right. I mean, I case, guess I'll get popcorn. <laughs> yeah, your options are, like, a hot dog, a burger, or, like, the, like, little, like, nacho bowls or whatnot that you can get there. But that's right. about it. So... Hopefully they do that. Um, it is cool. Like I know you're not a drinker, which is cool. But I, the partnership with Jay Rieger, pretty cool. That's I neat. I like Jay yeah. Rieger stuff. People, and, you uh, do. I've never heard of him. Oh man, yeah. That's like one of Can like Jay Rieger and Tomstown are like two of Kansas City's best distilleries. And Jay Spirits Rieger whiskey, and stuff, huh? yeah, very good. You're a whiskey um, guy. Oh yeah. Give me some okay. whiskey. Give me some bourbon. Whiskey and gin. Those are my two spirits. Oh my goodness. So yeah. You crazy. Um, but then the other part that I think is interesting when they're like, yeah, the club's looking forward to announcing additional partnerships with local favorites is I wonder how much of this is a reaction to moving away from the partnership with Boulevard to Anheuser-Busch and the negative reaction people had to that. Because people did not like that. Because they're listening. They're listening to the fans. Well, and I think that's one of the biggest criticisms and to an extent a fair criticism of jake reed's tenure as president so far is he sometimes could come off whether intended or not as dismissive of fan concerns and like i'm the business-minded guy who's going to make the right business decision to bring in dollars even if the fans don't like it because yes i'm sure anheuser-busch offered more money than boulevard so straight up it's like yeah more money why say no but for a club that has like chad mentioned built its brand off of connecting with the city and how much the city means to people there is an implied intrinsic value of partnering with smaller local companies even if it's less money up front that i think will give you greater loyalty and greater return on the long term and it seems like jake's finally kind of starting to come around to that so i don't know we'll see for sure yeah um they're gonna do some tech upgrades in the stadium um a brand new mobile app I've heard rumors there might be an upgraded Wi-Fi system because apparently the Wi-Fi has not been upgraded since the stadium opened, which is nuts. That's kind of weird. Yeah, that's why when everybody's on there trying to post their Instagram selfies at the same time, it's not working. You're like, it says I got full Wi-Fi. It's because it's like 10-year-old Wi-Fi. 
Right. So. I don't even connect. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I'm not interested in that. But I get it. I mean, that's where the that's where the world is now, man. It's a technical age. Yeah. So that'll be pretty interesting. Um, no weekends off for 32 straight weeks. This is crazy. A near unprecedented schedule will see Sporting KC play every single weekend for 32 weeks straight, beginning with their February 29th opener at Vancouver and ending with a decision day home clash against New York City FC on October 4th. No weekends off. Pretty so, awesome. That's awesome, dude. We, uh, I mean, it just means we're going to play through the international break and probably without yep. Johnny at times or, um, who else would possibly go somewhere? Am I missing somebody? Um, we don't have Namath anymore. I mean, maybe, maybe Botan. Botan, depending on how if Daniel bounces back, Daniel. Right. Um, I mean, there's a very off chance that Polito gets called into the Mexican national team, but probably not at this point. Dude, just wait. No, no. Johnny wasn't getting called into Scotland since, until he started playing for us. Yeah. Watch but- Polito come in and start jacking in. Go- I shouldn't say jacking in goals. That sounds dirty as hell. <laughs> he starts banging it. That's dirty, too. He starts scoring a lot better. of goals. Yeah. Starts putting Mexico the balls in. in. No, not that one either. Nope, not that one. It's very, it's very sexual game. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't – it, it could be. I mean, he's the Liga MX East Golden Boot winner, so if that doesn't do it in Mexico, I don't know what would. But you never know. Yeah, true. So, um, They're rough. They're cutthroat down there. And but I mean, man, like cartel people cut people's throats. <laughs> they'll, they'll kidnap you. Like, yeah. wait, that he did. Um, That'll happen. 32 straight weeks every weekend, plus two Wednesday games, which is kind of cool. There's only two Wednesday games. But zero bye weeks makes me nervous if someone gets hurt. So no rest for the weary. But Yeah, it's weird. It's going to be a little crazy. Um, 28 of 34 regular season matches will be played on a Saturday, including 13 at Children's Mercy Park. So going to be pretty easy to get to games this year which is good i like this i dig that yeah yeah i mean there's only one wednesday game at home two total all year yeah yeah two wednesday games the rest are all on either saturday or a sunday now not counting any open cup games we may or may not have yes this is all just mls games and there will be some open cup games midweek so starting in march i want to say um, March or April, remember. man, it comes quick. Yeah. Uh, of course, you know, there will be a season kickoff party and a new secondary jersey sometime before SKC visits Vancouver on February 29th. And if you remember our interview with Chad, he said this jersey is uh, it's a slick one. He did. Um, it's going to be interesting. Um, I assume he would always say that, though. I mean, it's it's he has a hand in it. He's not going to say, eh, it's trash. I helped make it. <laughs> right. Well, and, you know, Eric Martinez sent us an email um, over the break that said, looking at SKC's website, the kit hint pattern reminds me of a pattern on a retro kit that came out in 2019. Uh, do you think the retro kit was the teaser to the 2020 kit? Um, and if you look at, I don't know if this has changed since what, when Eric posted this, but it's like a dark blue uh, background with like th- three thin light sporting blue stripes across the bottom um, so I think he's saying like okay well the, the the retro kit was like black and it had those like thin rainbow stripes across it man if they had a dark blue jersey with sort of like three thin or like a series of thin horizontal light blue stripes across the top maybe with like a little pattern elsewhere I don't hate that idea I don't hate that idea okay. at all, all so right. we'll see 
but Sporting KC does sometimes do weird things with like drop little teasers and hints in their patterns. So we'll see. But I don't know, man. There's going to be lots of crazy stuff. I, we could keep going on on this list, but we got other stuff to talk to. But 2020, man, it's going to be a crazy year. I mean, it's so. here. We're not even talking about it anymore. And it just seems like forever, dude, because, you know, the MLS playoffs didn't go to November like they had or December like they had in the past, you know? Right. Uh, it's just cool. We're back. Right. Yeah. The the regular the, the season calendar was shorter for the league and Sporting KC didn't make the playoffs. So we didn't have sporting games for nearly as long as we're used to. But I don't know. There's been a pretty decent amount of roster turnover. We've obviously got a new striker, have a new center back. We have yet to have a new midfielder signed, which Peter said that, you know, there might be some um, players added on each of the lines. And one of the lines in here, I just closed out of it on my computer, but one of the lines on things to look forward to for 2020 did kind of mention the idea of, you know, preseason is, is coming. Um, but here, I'm, I'm opening it right back up again because I want to make sure I get this right because this was kind of exciting. Um, you know, let's see. Additional roster moves are likely on the way as sporting preps for the start of preseason later this month. That's on Sporting's own website. So, okay. More people coming. Hopefully a, a midfielder. Maybe uh, someone pointed this out to me on Twitter today. Um, I want to give a shout out to who this person is too. But they pointed out, they're like, man, they released the new uh, jersey numbers. And they didn't give every, anybody the uh, the number 10. We still have no number 10 on the roster. and So they're saving it. I mean, I can't see them going a whole year without it, somebody wanting that number 10 jersey. And if they were going to give it to anybody that was currently on the roster, I would guess it would have been Buzio. But if they're not going to give it to him, they must think, hey, we got a 10 coming. So That's crazy. I like, uh, I don't know, it, it's, it's always different when numbers switch up. I mean, Kyrie Shelton couldn't have what he had because someone else had it, right? Right. And then Roger was like, oh, if Seth, if Seth is gone, then I'm going to take my number back. Yeah, yeah, I think it's, you know, all of it makes sense. Um, I don't know, It's it'll just be interesting to see. Um, Punchech took Fontas's number, and I think they kind of, Punchech was like, hey, I, I kind of want to be number four, and they were like, hey, Andrea, give it up. You, you don't get it anymore. And he said, okay, <laughs> fine, I'll be three. Um, so I don't know, it'll be interesting. Uh, one person who did not change his number is Felipe Gutierrez, and... There was an interesting story that broke last week where he was talking with DirecTV Chile, where he's from, and he said that, you know, paraphrased, um, I have one year left on my contract. Sorry, not paraphrased, loosely translated. I have one year left on my contract. I want to stay four or five more years at the club. I've had very positive years, and I'm very happy. Does that surprise you at all? Because I think there were some people that speculated over the last couple of years He's not an overly emotional guy wondering how happy is Felipe here. But here he's saying, man, I want to be here five more years. You and me both. I mean, we were guilty, dude. We were like, well, he doesn't seem like he's having fun. You know what I mean? He doesn't seem like he's showing much emotion. Uh, clearly, he's happy if he's saying that. And, I mean, at first, my first reaction was like, well, why has he got to put a cap on it? That means he wants to leave in four or five years. But I'm also like, okay, no, that's a long time. Like, that's cool to... 33 at that point. Right. That's cool to say... Uh, that's cool to say that he even wants to dedicate the bulk of his uh, best years, hopefully. I mean, that's that's yeah. prime time right there. 
yeah, he's in his prime right now. Um, I mean, if he stays four or five more years, that's going to be what six or seven years of Felipe on Sporting KC. I thought you were going to say six or seven trophies. I don't know. Yeah. Well, hopefully maybe, (laughs) but I mean, man, if he sticks around that long, I have to imagine Sporting KC competes for, if not wins a trophy at some point over the next four to five years, he's a sporting legend at that point. Yeah, absolutely. And he, he helps, man. He makes everyone else around him better. Um, And he's shown that he can go forward and be dangerous. And he can also kind of track back and play that holding mid, whatever's asked of him. Yeah, I think he could kind of, if this is what's, I think, exciting. If we do sign a new number 10, Felipe can kind of transition back more into that eight box-to-box role that Roger kind of plays right now. And he can kind of be maybe that sort of heir apparent to Roger. And or, like you said, all the way back to the six and either challenge Ilya or push Ilya or take over for Ilya. And, and he can play anywhere across the midfield. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Now, he was linked loosely with a uh, an Ecuadorian team that kind of wants him, but basically all it said was, you know, that they were interested um, and, and that they wanted to put in a bid for him, but at the, I, I highly doubt that's going to happen. Sporting KC, especially at this point, have no indication or reason that they want to get rid of Felipe. That would be a disaster. Oh, yeah. So, well, uh, if the price is right. Yeah, but... I don't know. It'll be interesting. I mean, if you kind of look at the depth chart, obviously you got Alan Polito at, at center forward. And then on the wing, you got Johnny and Gerso probably. And then you kind of have the midfield of, as of now, Felipe, Roger, and Ilya. And then the back line of probably, obviously, obviously Luis Martins and Matt Beasley. And then maybe either Roberto Punchech or Botan Barat and Graham Zussi or Jalen Lindsay. So, you know, there's there's some turnover there, um, and there's probably more signings to come. So, does that lineup get you excited at all? Oh, 100%, dude. I'm, I'm jacked. I mean, you didn't have to name the players. Just this time of year, I think everyone's kind of feeling it. And luckily, the Chiefs are in the playoffs, so it's kind of getting Kansas City a little, uh, little more focused on that. But as soon as the Chiefs, you know, disappoint everybody and lose against the Texans or something, <laughs> I'm just saying, dude, don't even b- hate me for saying it. But uh, everyone's going to get back to MLS and be real damn excited. Yeah, well, there's no uh, no Tom Brady to upset the Chiefs at Arrowhead no, this year. there's just golden child Deshaun Watson, all right? Yeah, but he's got Bill O'Brien as a coach, and Bill O'Brien <laughs> apparently does everything he can to keep the Texans from winning. So That's true. Yeah, he's not great. He uh, he has about as good game management as Andy Reid in the yeah. playoffs. It was like the Texans were going to lose, and then finally Deshaun was like, you know what, screw this. I'm going to make us win, and I don't care what the coach says. Well, I don't mean to get too much into the Chiefs, but they're like a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm like, that's – I mean, come on, you should win this game. They should, and it's at home. Arrowhead's going to show out, so it's yeah. exciting, man. Chiefs are hosting a game. My Packers are hosting a game. I'd yeah, be a little, then, little bit more confident the Chiefs will beat the Texans and the Packers will beat the Seahawks, but, you know. Then Ryan Tannehill's going to go beat the Ravens. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's We're going to end up with, like, a Vikings-Titans Super Bowl and nobody will care. Kirk Cousins and Ryan Tannehill. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, man. I don't know. This will be a, a big season for, for Sporting KC. Alan Polito made Liga Emeki's Best 11 honors. So Yeah, that just was released, right? Yeah, just recently. So how cool! It's pretty cool. And then, of course, you know, Sporting KC is going to open up the preseason um, on January nineteenth. That's when they do their first training in Arizona, 
and they'll take part in uh, the Visit Tucson Sun Cup. Um, and, and, you know, that'll be from February 15th to February 22nd. And there will be Sporting, Phoenix Rising, SC, Columbus Crew, the Houston Dynabo- Dynamo, the New York Red Bulls, and RSL. You so, said Dynabone. I, <laughs> I said Dynabo, but yeah, close. <laughs> um, you know, we keep saying we want to go down to uh, Arizona for this preseason stuff. I, I've, been, I've been wanting to do that, man. I just haven't made time because no one's thinking about a vacation at the beginning of the year, you know? Yeah, it's tough. I mean... Man, there are worse places to go in February than Arizona. That's for sure. Right. Um, so it would be fun sometime. That's you know not going to work out for me this year. I got a couple other things I got to take care of. But um, but we might just have to take the train up to Chicago. Hey, you know what? Was what it September fifth? I think or something like that. No, so it's we're like, playing up at Soldier Field. It's like earlier, isn't it? Isn't it like summertime? Uh, I you know I'm gonna look right now and see if I can filibuster long well, enough for me to figure out. No need to filibuster. I'm telling you that the train. Everyone listening, if you've never taken the Amtrak, it's an easy easy trip, man. If you're gonna drive it anyways, why not be on a train? Yeah. And let someone else drive you. It's, but it is it's not bad. It is Saturday, September fifth. September fifth. Okay. Yeah. That's a ways away. So, I'm just saying it's an easy trip if everyone wants to go. Illinois just legalized marijuana. It's a crazy time. Oh my god what <laughs> it's a crazy time to be alive yeah um be cool to see them play new uh crest new jerseys at soldier field at so. the empty soldier field it's gonna be so hollow it's gonna feel like arrowhead with the whiz or whatever yeah it's gonna be rough but you know it is what it is um but we're thinking about it man that'd be a, that'd be fun yeah it'd be fun um I do want to mention, did you read Andrew Wiebe? He put up 10 bold predictions for the 2020 MLS season, and one of them was about SKC. You want to hear it? Yes, I do. He says, Sporting KC will have MLS's best year-over-year improvement. And he goes, it's simple math. They're going to go from the fourth lowest point total, 38, in MLS in 2019, to uh, he predicts a 16-point improvement at 54 points. So... Wow, that's a that's a pretty big improvement. He says somehow, um, you know, Peter Vermees he got his big time striker. Um, they're still just a year away from when they finished uh, top in the Western Conference. There's no way they're going to allow uh, 67 goals like they did last year. Um, now, does that feel like that's enough points to get a buy in the playoffs? No, because to get a buy in the playoffs now you got to be first. But that would be good enough if we finished what, 54 points. That would have been good enough for third place in the West this last year. RSL was third at 53, and Seattle was second at 56. LAFC ran away with it with 72 to finish first. But, hmm. I mean, man, if you could go from where Sporting KC was, fourth lowest point total in MLS, to third place in the in the West and hosting a, a first-round playoff game, that's that's not bad. No, I would take that. If you, nope. if you guaranteed me that right now, I would say, hell yes. Now, Weeby's not an idiot. I mean, Weeby knows what he's talking about. He's had some pretty bold and accurate predictions in the past. So, he's uh, don't take that lightly. Yeah. Now, he also says things like an MLS team will make the CONCACAF Champions League final. And Jossie Sardis <laughs> will be the top domestic goal scorer in the league. And, you know. He did say so that. He did say that. There, there, there are some things that he said here. But, you know. Okay, um, never mind. Don't hold much stock in this uh, sporting thing. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> One of his other bold predictions was Inter-Miami will finish with a better record than Nashville. And I was like, is that really a bold prediction? 
I'm not sure how bold. I feel that like is. it's kind of bold considering Nashville had a soccer team way before ML, uh, Miami did, as far it's as true. like coach and players and shit. But I just saw a rumor today. Now, granted, I have no. This is probably zero credibility, but this rumor oh, is yes. out there. There's Real Madrid have supposedly found a buyer for Gareth Bale, and that buyer is David Beckham's Inter Miami. So stop it. That's what it said. I doubt. I mean, now we have our boy Drew Vanderplug, who is in my my mentions, and and you know he's got a point where he's like the economics of this would be staggering and it would approach, you know, a hundred million dollars of transfer fee combined with wages. Cause I think Bale's making like 15 million a year to sit on the bench right now. So Damn. I don't see how they could afford it, but if Madrid ate a bunch of the salary, crazy, I mean, crazy things happen. Crazy so. things happen. Um, it would be cool to see him, man. Like he, it's a big name player. I didn't know he was sitting on the bench. I haven't watched Madrid in a long time. Yeah, he's sit. Well, you want to know who else is sitting? While we're on this, I had this for later. Who, someone else who's sitting on the bench and uh, is apparently mulling an MLS move. Who? Luka Modric is apparently linked to DC United and is apparently interested in coming over to DC United uh, after his contract expires for on a free in the summer. Jesus, that I mean, he's what two years away from or two years removed from winning the Ballon d'Or. Like, get rid of Wayne Rooney and just replace him with another marquee name like Luka Modric. That's insane. Is that the Croatian? Yeah, the midfielder who yeah, he helped okay. Croatia go to the World Cup, and he was like one of the best midfielders in in the league. Why did I even has... ask? Everything that ends in <laughs> itch or or whatever, it, that's definitely Croatian. <laughs> yeah, I mean that would be a massive signing for the league and for DC United. So, just saying, crazy rumors out I there. I love it. I love that shit, man. So, um, I do want to get to some Sporting KC questions here, but I just wanted to break down. SKC did post top 20 moments of the decade. I just wanted to read you the top five. Um, Number five, Children's Mercy Park opens. I think that deserves to be up there. Four, three, two, and one are all some variations of winning the Open Cup 2015, 2017, and 2012. And then, obviously, the number one moment of the decade, winning the 2013 MLS Cup. Um think that all makes sense the one thing i'd maybe argue is they put the number six moment was the rebrand of sporting kansas city and i honestly think i would put the rebrand of sporting kansas city just behind winning mls cup and put that as number two even ahead of winning all those open cups because i think that's a bigger deal that led to everything else so i don't know what you think but yeah i'd agree with that sorry i i heard most of that mid sneeze i apologize (laughs) it's okay Um, and then just, yeah, the last thing that's kind of cool before we get to these fan questions is uh, Graham Zussi was listed by MLSsoccer.com as one of the biggest steals in MLS Super Draft history. Because he was, well, I'm bless him. I'm dying. <laughs> dying. You okay? Um, Graham Zussi, yeah, I saw that. That happened today, right? Today or yesterday? Yeah, he was second round pick. Uh, this is Monday, by the way. So, yeah, I just kind of cool. Peter Vermees pretty good at getting uh, depth. Uh, yeah out of the draft so not a bad deal he wasn't a a big name player so that's great yeah not back then (laughs) man shit (laughs) zero kleenex there's snot everywhere oh no oh boy um let's see let's get to some fan questions um drake ewing asks if we go four out of six in our first six games so i think he means like if we win four out of six in our first six games 
uh, do you think we'll have a great season? Um, I oh, mean, wow. that would mean okay. that we win four out of the six games, um, four of which were on the road against Vancouver, Houston, Atlanta, San Jose, RSL, and the Galaxy. So, that seems like that'd like be a, a lot of Western Conference in there, and a pretty strong start. I mean, I think it's hard to say anything. You know, we we got off to a hot start to start off 2019, and we saw how that went. But man, I yeah, I, I don't four out of first six. Sure, that's great. But I we, we were doing great when we started last year. Like you hate to make those predictions because because we all know time and again, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And if anyone's to to prove that, it's Seattle Sounders year after year. So yeah, I, I'll be honest, and I'll just say right now, no. I think winning four out of your first six means nothing. It's better well, it, than it'll probably losing towards, four out of your first six. Right. But. It might put us towards top of the top of the conference and uh, make you feel pretty good about yourselves, but in no way should you ever feel great. Yeah. Um, you know, I, there there's a couple of questions here about sort of 2020 expectations. Um, Brendan asks just what are our 2020 expectations, and uh, Mansky asks – you know, what, what goal, um, do you guys want to put out on SKC? Um, oh, he's saying what goal in, in the entire decade of the twenties, what would you consider a successful decade? So maybe we'll do this twofold. Um, what are your 2020 expectations or hopes for sporting KC this year? And what would you consider a successful decade over the next 10 years? Hmm. I mean, successful decade for starters. Uh, let's, let's just go there. Wouldn't it be, uh, Gosh, how many trophies would you want in 10 years? I mean, at least one MLS Cup would be great, right? Yeah, that's the hard thing. It's like I was thinking about this, and, and it's kind of hard. Like, it almost sounds like you're underselling it, but, like, given how many teams there are in the league and the makeup and the amount it's of money get some harder, of teams man. are spending. Yeah, it's going to get so hard. I mean, if you somehow pulled out two MLS Cups over the next 10 years, that would be freaking phenomenal. Yeah, that'd be so, nuts. I mean, one, I, I think you got to be okay with it. And how about a couple yeah. Open Cups? Because out of yeah. all the teams, I think we – take that pretty seriously um but it's so hard man we're going on 30 mls teams and it's uh it's just nuts that this league has gotten silly i mean if you got four trophies out of the next 10 years of some sort hopefully one of which being an mls cup that's a good decade well we're starting to sound like a legitimate league and i'm like I don't, I don't like that. I liked it when we felt like a tight knit community, and it was like we got our cute, <laughs> our cute little MLS over here, and it's ours. It's yeah. our league, and we love it. And yeah. now I'm like, ah oh, man, there's so many teams. It's gonna get yeah. harder. <laughs> Charlotte's been announced officially as a team. I don't remember if that what? happened before or after our last one, but uh, we talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you got, got Austin coming in, man. It's it's. It's just crazy. Texas will be having three teams. That's bananas. Yeah, Nashville and Miami joined this year. Then, of course, you got... California's um, going to have another team. That's their fourth team. Yeah, Austin, Charlotte, Sacramento, and St. Louis all have been announced that are going to be joining in subsequent years. So, yeah. It's, it's going to get nuts, man. It's going to be hard. It's kind of exciting because it's like, hey, new road trips. Let's go to new away games. That's always fun. Uh, yeah. But also, it's like, God damn, it's a lot more competition. Yeah. For, for this year, 2020 expectations, I mean, I expect to make the playoffs. I expect yes. to, to, to be competitive and, and push at least for a victory. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't want to be unrealistic from where we were last year. I say qualify for Champions League next year, whether it's winning an Open Cup or finishing top of the conference. Just qualifying for Champions League. That'd be sweet. Yeah. 
I think winning the West will be very difficult because Seattle's going to be very good. LAFC will be very good again. Um, the Galaxy could be better without Zlatan. Um, but I think we will I, – I will say not just make the playoffs. I will say host a playoff game. I expect to host a playoff game this year. Ooh. And I expect that we will challenge for the Open Cup, if not win the Open Cup. So I think it's hard to say I expect to win MLS Cup because that's more of a crapshoot, especially in the current playoff format. But we should at least – host a playoff game is what i'll say cool man i'm with you um you know somebody we faded garrett whoever that is said we with preseason two weeks away how many more realistic roster changes can we expect i'm still not crazy about the makeup of this team needs to get better a couple dude i feel like we're getting at least a couple and and it could happen it could happen during preseason they they've signed people like after preseason, close to regular season starting. Yeah, I mean, SportingKC.com said themselves that expect some additional roster um, activity. They kind of made it sound like maybe multiple signings. Now maybe they're just saying things, but I think we'll get at least a midfielder, and I still think there might be a chance of getting another center back and maybe getting rid of Andre Ufantas, but that also depends on what the collective bargaining agreement that they're working on now ends up being. So... um. I think this team is definitely better than it was last year. I think we've cut some of the, I don't want to say dead weight because that sounds mean, but like, you know, this will be a refreshed team, especially with Polito up top. Um, I think that, you know, Poonchech is a good signing to replace Fontas at the center back role, but I agree we need a midfielder and I'm not going to be totally happy until we get a midfielder. So, I feel um, but that goes right into... Um, Sean Curry's question saying, you know, the defense gave up 67 goals last year. Do you think the defense needs an MLS 3.0 upgrade? A backline of Zussi, Barat, Beasler, and Martins isn't going to be competitive. Lindsay needs to start. Not sure about Poonchech. Um, I don't know if Lindsay will start, man. I think I think Peter's got a pretty big heart on for Zeus, and they might rotate. They, you know, you might see Jalen get in there uh, if, if Zussi has a knock or something, but I... I feel like Zussi get has that spot, man. I think this will be really interesting to see what happens this year. I think if Lindsay stays healthy, he's going to rotate in there quite a bit. I think Zussi will be fine in that position if he can stay fresh, but he Help. cannot start 34 games at right back. Bro, Lindsay's had injuries too. So it's like, as you said, if Lindsay stays healthy, I mean, he's he missed a World Cup, dude, because he was hurt. Yeah. Um, I, I think this back line will be better. I think Martins is a fine left back. I think he just needed some time to get adjusted, and I think he showed promise at the end of the year. And I think Barat and Beisler, or Punchech and Beisler, either one of those pairings is going to be better than Fontas and anyone else. So the back line will be better this year. Right back is just the biggest question mark for me. Gotcha. um, Just a couple more quick ones. Um, Cordell Collins asks, in your opinion, can Polito win the golden boot or at least be third behind Vela and Joseph? Holy shit. Some high expectations. Already throwing Vela and Joseph up there. I mean, that's that's not a terrible uh, that's not a terrible pair to put up there. <laughs> no, but here's here's what I was actually talking about. This. Yo, somebody. you see Cordell Cordell has a crazy beard, by the way. If you go to our <laughs> if you go to our replies here, I'm like, holy shit, dude has like some birds in there. Good looking beard there, brother. Um, I can't do it. <laughs> I was actually talking about this with somebody earlier today. I would be happy if Polito scored 15 goals this year. I think that's a realistic oh, hell yeah. expectation that sure. it, that would be very good. If he was like 12 goals from open play and a few from the penalty spot, I think that's great. If and he Ky- scores more and Kyrie than 15. Kyrie Shelton's going to have 10. 
<laughs> I mean, but honestly, I think Polito's <laughs> going to open up the, the field for Johnny, for Gerso, maybe for Kyrie, for Daniel, for Felipe, for whoever You're the right, maybe new number 10 would be. We know I we're not – I don't know if offense. we're going to change our style, but we're not a, a one-person scoring all the goals team. Not since Dwyer, no. you know? No. So if you can get 15, I'll be ecstatic. I don't think this team has the makeup to have somebody win the golden boot, but I don't think that's necessary. No, so. definitely not. But that – wow, that'd be crazy. That'd be cool. Um, and then the last question I want to get to today, um, you know, Pickle Bear says, the last decade we were arguably the fourth best team in the league overall. The 2020s will have 30 teams as well as money and star players pouring in and out of the league. Does SKC have the means to keep up with the other well-financed clubs? So, Man. I don't know. What do you think? Well, the the old – Gherkin has a good point, you know. <laughs> um you said pickle bear, by the way. Pickle? Oh, I did. It says pickle beer, man. Do you remember beer. pickle well, beer? No. We talked about it, dude. Maybe I'm losing my mind. I think that was his. <laughs> I think he left the review that we talked uh, about. It said yeah. like it said Gherkenstein, and I was like, oh, it's pickle beer. That's Gherkenstein, man. Okay, I got you. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally read that as pickle That's bear. That's funny. I just didn't think anything of it. Uh, dude, I don't know if we do have the means to keep up. I mean, we're going to try, and Peter's going to do everything he can to navigate these harsh waters, but it's it's different, man. We know living in KC is crazy. Look at the Royals. We're not getting players that the Yankees are getting. Sporting's not getting players that even Toronto's getting. Uh, L.A., New York, Chicago, Te- even Texas has to outsource, man. Texas has to have these partnerships with Bayern Munich, for God's sakes. It's it's just different, and and we're lucky that Peter has this pipeline with like Barcelona, and and he's you know damn well he's he's definitely using the other players to filter a, a, oh, a yeah. word of mouth, whether yeah. it's down in Chile or or uh, you know hell, Hungary, man. yeah, or Ghana, yeah, Hungary because Peter's Hungarian, but Latif Blessing in Ghana, they got people down there that know about us. So, oh Latif, I don't know why I said his name. Now I'm sad, oh. but. Yeah. <laughs> But it's it's going to be tough, but I know Peter won't just be like, eh, it's tough. I know he'll be like, no, we're, we're going to do everything we can to make it work, and that's yeah. cool. I think it'll be kind of like what happened this offseason, where you know they're going to they're gonna try to hold on um, as best they can to how they're doing it, but there's going to come a point where like they're going to have to re-up again. And they did that this offseason with Polito. They're like, man, you know, we're never going to compete with you know, the, the NYCFCs with Man City financing them or LAFC or whatnot as far as the amount of money we can spend. But we're going to spend more where we have to, and they did that with Polito. And I think they're going to continue to do that. It's just, you know, we might not ever be in that tier one of spending. We might be in, like, that tier two of spending. But as long as you do it wisely, being in that tier two of spending can help you compete for at least an Open Cup every year. And occasionally you'll be up there shooting for an MLS Cup. So I dig it. Hey, now what's this uh, Eric Martinez? Did we talk about that email? Did you get an email? Yeah, that was the one about the like the jersey. Like, did did we do we think that the background of the website will be oh, T oh, oh, like oh. that sort of thing? Gotcha. Okay, that's um, what I, I I get. That's what I get for coming in looking at these. You've clearly already <laughs> assessed them. Yeah, and man, we got a lot of questions, and so we're not like thank oh, you guys cool. for asking. Um, we love Zachary it. Harden, way too league, way too early league predictions. I want to get to that like maybe next week or the week after. I think that's a really great question. But oh I yeah, kind of hold off time. until till we're about to start maybe. Yeah. So. I dig it. Hey, but we're back, dude. I think we're, are, what are we thinking? We're going to do like a, are we doing an every week thing or are we sticking to the every other for now? 
I think we'll we'll stick to the every other just for a couple more uh, episodes gotcha. maybe. And you know, once once we're back in February, I think that'll probably be perfect time to hit full speed ahead when when we get some televised uh, preseason games, hopefully, or streamed. And you know, unless unless we sign Gareth Bale next week, then we gotta well, we gotta get on. Yeah, there is that. So, <laughs> um, just a couple other quick things that I want to touch on before we we sign off. Uh, SKC2, formerly SPR, they're going to be in the East in for 2020 in the USL. So um, there's that. You know, we'll keep an eye on what Sporting KC2 does. Um, you know, there is the U.S. Men's National Team was going to have or is going to have January camp. Um, they were going to play against Jesse Marsh and Red Bull um, Salzburg over in Qatar, but. They will not be going overseas to Qatar now, given the tensions in Iran uh, with everything else that's happening. So they're just chilling in Florida. But I don't know. This might. Uh, I was kind of interested to see how Greg Baralter was going to play against a club team helmed by Jesse Marsh, because if that was like a no-win situation for Greg Baralter, I thought. Yeah, for real. Huh. Um, Portland Timbers. Acquired a, a designated player and winger, Yimmy Chara, who was the brother of Diego Chara. So now they got two Charas. Um, I heard that. Too too many. Um, <laughs> and Yimmy Chara, he's a he's a, a winger who does not actually score or assist that many goals. So I think that you know they paid for somebody because his last name was Chara, not because he's actually a good winger. So I don't know how good of a signing that is. Um, yeah, he, his stats aren't aren't wonderful. So it's it is interesting. No. Um, and then, you know, there's a, a couple of new coaches that have been announced um, around the league. Um, NYCFC um, hired Ronnie Dela. I don't know how you say his name, um, who's coming from Norway. And um, Inter Miami hired Diego Alonso, the former Monterey coach. So, season's shaping up, man. It's getting pretty close. So, it's coming. I don't know. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens and I'm just so excited can't wait for uh, MLS soccer to return so that's about what I got do you have anything else for our good listeners dude I uh, it's just nice to be back on here with you it's been a little bit and uh, be patient with us we'll we'll do this uh, we usually go every week so uh, it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a fun year it will be Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate all you guys who are out there sticking with us. And, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to what 2020 has to hold. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, at NoOtherPod, at DanCouser, at JCMac03. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash NoOtherPod. Shoot us an email, NoOtherPod at gmail.com. And leave us a five-star rating and review. Or, uh, yeah, let us know who you want us to interview, what you want us to talk about, and uh, we'll do our best to accommodate. So, but that's what we got. So until uh, next time, he's Dan, I'm Jimmy. We'll catch you all later. See ya. And I try too hard to be funny. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. 
To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.